But it doesn't sound bad when we're done. No. All right, we're, we're live. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. We got the uh, the super funny Tom Dustin with us today, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Super funny. <laughs> Amazingly funny. You said that. Don't say amazing. Can we can we swear on this thing? Yeah, oh, fuck Anything yeah. you want. <laughs> yeah, I'm too fucking funny for where I am in life. I'm watching fucking YouTube stars get famous, and I'm fucking grinding it out for 10, 15 years. Oh, yeah. And they're... And I'm opening for some guy that fucking does Burger King reviews. <laughs> 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 but, like, there's... But, you know, I've never... I haven't seen a lot of the YouTube stars' yeah. actual funny bone sets or, like, club sets. They don't have sets. Yeah. So I don't know what they do. But it doesn't they matter go, if th- they got the fl- place full of people. Yeah, no, the place fills up, and then mm-hmm. it's their fans that watch their stupid YouTube channel, and... And then they do whatever their fucking hook is on the on the YouTube, like yeah. whatever catchphrase or <laughs> fucking. I met a guy off of YouTube. Web, web, <laughs> uh, his name was Danny, and he does the, what's called the Gradual Report. Uh, met him in Vegas, and he literally goes on tour, books himself in like Siberia, like all these weird countries, and like two thousand people will show up to a fucking show in Siberia. And I've seen him do stand up. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a country, <laughs> dude. <laughs> He fucking did a show. We did a show in Vegas, like, outside of this contest we were in. And he fucking goes, I'm going to go up, dude. I'm like, sweet. This dude's hilarious on YouTube. Fucking ate the biggest dick for 20 minutes. It it was probably because he had to go after you. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, why why are we popping? That was blasting. Is the main up too high? There we go. Probably. probably, Everything's probably up too high. So whoever touched this fucking soundboard before we get in here just touches shit until they think it sounds cool and fucks it all up. Like, this is perfect. Is this it? sounds good right yeah. now. It sounds then, pretty decent. Yeah, but when we all laughed a second ago, yeah, I think it. we broke the machine. Yeah, well, it's okay. It's That's why we call it in the red. Yeah. Because we touch it a lot. And like nine people listen, so. No, but with the, <laughs> the dude Danny, like fucking, his, like fucking multi-million views on YouTube. Yeah. And can book a tour anywhere he wants to go, but is not a Danny funny. what? Um, Danny. I just got him in my phone. He's Danny Graduate Report. But um, like Ducci. No, I'll oh. think of it a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, it, there's different countries and books. It makes all this fucking money. Makes like his first check from uh, YouTube. He told me he got was like fucking eighty five G's. <laughs> Jesus, his first check. He bought a BMW. Fucking blacked it out. Black rims. Fucking flat blacked it. So he's an idiot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he it, like. I got a little money. I'm gonna buy a BMW and put money he into dropped that. Dropped out of law school to fucking do this shit. Yeah. But whatever. That was that was. Uh, I hate everything. Yeah, <laughs> and but everyone. those are the people taking over the comedy clubs, man. Yeah, if it's not that, oh, it's a fucking ex wrestlers. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Jake Joe, the Snake. Joe had the uh, the pleasure to up, who was it? Rob RVD? Van Dam. Yeah, you were RVD. RVD. Who? Rob Van Dam. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, he was a wrestler back in the days, like Kevin Hall Ke- uh, and Kevin Nash kind of days. Nope. Um, Scott Hall. I, 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 I checked out after King Kong Bundy. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, no, maybe. King Kong Bundy does stand up? No, he's dead. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say he's dead. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's well, that'd be even more impressive then. Mid to late 80s. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I guess, yeah, I turned 12. And yeah, and, and you were like, oh, this is a, a, a fucking soap opera for yeah, men. It is, it is. It's a soap opera with guys in spandex. Yeah. Ridiculous. And it's the fucking uh, ex uh, Housewives of Atlanta. Or fucking whatever they are, do stand up now. Really? Are you shitting? Me? One of those chicks comes to the clubs, and then you, and then you get the uh, the the psychics too. Yeah, yeah. The psychic yeah, media mentalist. Was it? Um, I've never seen her. Was it Cindy Garza? Cindy Caza, Caza. psychic medium. Yeah, I like to say Which, it like that. And she has a sidekick. 
It's like fucking Sonic and Knuckles. It's oh, like no, yeah. She, <laughs> she, uh, I think she just did this past Thursday yeah. with someone named, I think, Lisa Williams or something. Yeah. See, that stuff's called cold reading. I fuck, I used to, I could do that shit. Anyone can do that shit. It's playing on people's stupid fucking hopes and, and, and fears <laughs> and emotions <laughs> and loss. It's playing. And all you have to do is generalize a fucking 400-person crowd and go, yeah. I'm getting an A name over here. Guess what? Yeah. There's a really well, good fucking like chance in Adam and John Angela. Edwards, not the John Edwards. It's all the same thing. It's the same shit. All the same bullshit. But see how, like, how are they taking over comedy clubs? Because people buy Cause tickets. Yeah, because comedy clubs don't see, care anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're losing. I've, I feel like comedy clubs around the world are just losing so much money. They're like, if you can fill the seats, nah. we'll put you on. Well, that's true. That part about it is, if you can fill seats, we'll put you on. That's true. But I don't think they're fucking sieving money anywhere. Really? Like, no, not, eh. not with five. Maybe that's just Dayton. I don't know. They they had a big weekend with Witherspoon. We, we yeah. sold out every yeah. show. That's who I was. I was with John Witherspoon, seventy six years old. Jesus, how many shows have you done with that guy? Not that many. I uh, maybe maybe twenty. Okay, but uh, no, I work with. I used to work with Aries Spears more than anyone. Oh God, because you were uh, nicknamed the Aries Whisperer. The Aries Whisperer. <laughs> yeah, because because supposedly no one got along with him. You know, he was difficult to get along with, and for whatever reason, I never had a problem with him, and he never had a problem with me. So they always put me with Aries or. Guy Tory or Bruce Bruce or John Witherspoon. I've never seen a white comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I have a mirror. I, it's, uh, I'm always the. I'm always but, opening for the urban acts. But you know what? There's a lot of comic, a lot of white comics who can't do the urban crowds. Well, I think that's part of it too. Is for whatever reason, I can survive in front of most of the. I mean, I'm going to Cleveland this weekend, and I'll I'll most likely eat a bag of dicks every show. <laughs> uh, but I don't, you know, I don't care. It's just not a, not my favorite club in the chain. Gotcha. I've never done that one. It's uh, I've never done any show. Well, d- it, if this is any indication of what kind of a club it is, at all times during the shows, there are two bulletproof vest wearing armed police officers in the club at all times, and it's necessary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Cleveland's a tough city. Believe it. Well, that club especially, because there's another club in Cleveland called Hilarities. Yeah. That place is like a magic fucking comedy castle. <laughs> it's the best. Really? It's beautiful. They treat you wonderfully. It's in the best part of town. It's all restaurants and bars. It's across <laughs> from the stadium. It's unbelievable. Hilarities is one of my favorite clubs in the country. Well, so see, I used to hear bad things about the Funny Bone on the Levee. Yeah, th- I mean, was it is it worse than that? What uh, improv? Cleveland? Uh, Cleveland improv? Yeah, Jeez. yeah, because Cleveland improv, what you get is it, it's like probably ninety ninety percent uh, black audiences every time. Uh, the the hilarities caters more to the white white audiences, uh, and Cincinnati Funny Bone, the Newport on the Levee Funny Bone, that was a weird mix. I used to do a joke about how I was like. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's strange here because this uh, Ohio River, it separates the people who have no teeth from the people who have gold teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Typically, you don't want to get them together. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what it was. So you'd get a lot of hillbillies and then, you know, kind of, kind of fucking rough. Uh, rough billies. Rough billies or whatever. Guys with gold teeth and country accents. That's a, that's yeah, a that's scary, scary thing. Yeah, it's a weird, yeah. It's a weird combination. Yeah. You're, you're in a parking lot and someone's like, hey, man, can I use your cell phone? What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? <laughs> and by use it, I mean give me your wallet. Yeah, yeah. I've I taken the bus. I've turned people down like, no. 
Yeah, no, now. get your own fucking cell yeah. phone. <laughs> get your own cell it's phone. It's like you used to be able to say, oh, no, here's a quarter, go use a pay phone, but they're not even existed anymore. And, uh, and if they do, they ain't a quarter. Give me yeah. the number, I'll call them for you. Yeah. There yeah, you go. put them on speaker. I hope that didn't come across as racist when I was saying that the club... No. They, yeah, take that out. Edit that out. Nah, <laughs> we, should just, we, we post whatever happens. Kenny Smith dropped the end bomb before I got a chance to, so... <laughs> Jesus. It's all right. And that one's got the most listens so far. <laughs> yeah. Got to be controversial in this business. Yeah. What is the most? The most... Kenny's number, though. I mean, uh, last I checked, it was thirty-seven. So it's not like thirty-seven downloads. Man. Yeah. Well, listens, listens on SoundCloud. And, and I yeah. would guess that you guys make up. I don't listen to them. <laughs> I don't listen to them. You don't even <laughs> listen to them. No, <laughs> you I asshole. I, I, I always forget to. I think I'm gonna do when I go to the gym, but I just never turn it on. I say I listen to it like as I'm uploading it, just right. to make sure that everything right sounds. I never decent. listen to podcasts. But can you see yeah. the the um? The count on iTunes. Like on iTunes, it's more. It's just like a bar that shows popularity. Okay. And I haven't checked Kenny's for that one. Okay. Unpopular. Yeah. <laughs> now we're hoping that, like what I, what it is is like um, comics that I know that I've known for a while that people might recognize the name. I'm trying to get on the show to kind of like help pull some attention to it. Otherwise, it's just like John Morris. Travis but instead, Charles. you get me this week. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Young. No, dude, listen. I told them. I told them. Sorry, I, said, I, I said, I'll probably be able to get Tom Dustin when he comes to town eventually. Yeah, but I'm not anyone. No one. I but have everybody zero. Likes I, have, you. I have two fans in every city. You, right. You're highly liked amongst the comedians in Dayton. Yeah, that gets you far. Yeah, it gets you real far. It gets you on podcasts. (laughs) 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 With two open micers. Well, see, we're hoping they'll listen to it, and then they'll share it, because they're like, oh, fuck, I I, I know Tom. We know Joe Young will listen to this for like 10 times. (laughs) That's that's most of your 37 listens. Guys, they they got Tom Dustin on their podcast. (laughs) Well, he's definitely going to listen now. You said his fucking name. Yeah. Yeah. Just tag him, or whatever they do. We won't add him. We'll just put his name in it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mighty Joe Young. We I love talk that about kid. Joe Young. He picked me up from the airport uh, in Columbus because I uh, my flight to Dayton got canceled, he and I wasn't three g- people to do it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. called out of work. Yeah, <laughs> told his wife, "See you later." <laughs> <laughs> Feed the dog. I'm gonna go get my buddy. I got. Uh, yeah, my flight was canceled to Dayton, and they were like, "We can get you into Dayton, but it'll be at nine o'clock at night." And I was like, "I'm gonna miss all the shows, and yeah. not get paid, and no reason for me to go." And I was like, "Can you get me to Columbus?" And they were like, "Yeah, okay." And I go, "Can you put me in first class?" <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, <laughs> did okay. they? Yeah. Nice." Well, I get st- I got miles, you know. I got yeah. status. I'm gold gold status member on American Airlines. So you fly everywhere. You don't drive. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I fly. I fly for the most part. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I had an issue in Florida a couple of years ago, and uh, <laughs> I lost my license. And I was going to ask. I've just oh. never. I, I've just never. It was perfect timing, though. It's right when Uber came out. Yeah, yeah. it got big. So, like, I was like, oh well, I don't have my license, but there's this new service that's half the price of a cab. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it was. So I just never pursued getting my license back. I haven't needed it between Uber, planes, and buses, and friends, and. Yeah. You know, I'm doing a thing in Ashtabula next month. <laughs> and that's Ohio. Ashtabula, Ohio. Never heard of it. Yeah. It's uh, it's I by Canton and Akron and okay. something like that. Ashtabula. It's an hour from Cleveland. So I called the, the club in Cleveland, Hilarities, and I said, who's, who's a good solid opener that owns a clean car? <laughs> and they, they told me to. Uh, the, yeah. I, uh, the Three hours uh, later, they got back to you. I think I get, no. I got a good. <laughs> I, I got a good. Uh, I think it's. I I keep hearing great things about it. It's a girl named Mary 
Santora. Oh, I've heard of her. I've heard of her. I have heard nothing but good things. But yeah, yeah so she's going to pick me up at the airport. We're going to go do that gig. And then I'm going to work the rest of the week at Hilarities. Nice. With Gary Gilman, who, if I think he, I think if he found out I was on the show, he'd try to kick me off. Gilman? Of really? Yeah. I, I mean, he, I, I, he, you got to work squeaky clean in front of him. And uh, I mean, we, I think we're friend, friendly. We're friendly acquaintances. We're yeah. not friends, but I never know how he feels about I've never me. seen him live. He's killer. Is he? Oh, fuck. What, how, a brilliant writer. Killer. Yeah. He did something on late night recently about is it the state capitals or some shit? Oh, that was so good. The abbreviation. Yeah. The, oh my oh, god. Yeah, yeah. I'm counting. So fucking. As good. I'm watching, I'm like, how fucking long did it take to like just come up with all the ins and outs of that? It, and it's so perfect. <laughs> like it's so perfect. He does them in a board meeting, like uh, discussing the. Oh, we're going to be done with this by lunch. And they were like, all right, uh, Alaska, AL, all right, we're moving right through. Alabama, oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Next, we'll come back to that one. Yeah. But he has all these, like, throughout the doing it, he has all these different things he says. We're going to have to hire a contractor. (laughs) 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 Not a contractor, a contractor. (laughs) Oh, the guy's so good. He's, like... What see, a, like one of the best writers I've that's ever a, seen. That's a different way of thinking, though. Like, Oh, yeah, he's on a different level. That's fucking he's so a, weird. Yeah. Throw a dick joke in there, and then, then maybe I'll... <laughs> I, could, I could do it, but... A couple of N-bombs should be... Yeah, <laughs> like a standing ovation <laughs> for N-bombs. Jesus, where, where are you working? Toledo. Yeah, I, I watched it with my own eyes. I that's didn't... stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it, it worked. And, well, yeah. Uh, it was actually a bar show. It was a shitty, grungy, just dirt floor bar Right, and uh, yeah, it started out the f- the first half of the show was nothing but like twenty seven to thirty two year old white people, and then it was like nine o'clock on the dot. It was just like a shift change, and just a crowd of black people came in during an intermission in the middle of a comedy show, which is always the best thing. Yeah, to do. always great for right. comedy. And they played trap music, so they thought it was dance what night, music? trap music, like fucking mumble rap bullshit and all this stupid whatever. Um, and then they were all dancing. So when they come and cut the music, and yeah, was like, we stopped their dance party to go in. The I'm alley. the next comic up. Yeah, 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 that's not fun. No, I had fun with him though. He crushes. The guy <laughs> goes up after him as our buddy, and he gets maybe two jokes out, and they start booing him, saying, "Bring up the other guy. Right. Bring up the other guy." And I had said the N word twice. And uh, they were high five. In what what <laughs> context? All right. Well, they started shitting on my. I, I, I tried to do my, my, my material, so they started kind of like, oh, cut the music back on. And I started pretty much like, all right, fuck that music. If you like that music, you're like you're gay. You like dicks in your ass. Started just shitting on them, and like they were like, what? So they were like getting a little mad. So I started you went real, real highbrow. I was them. roasting them. <laughs> so, yeah. so, no, so I started you're gay. Them. You like dicks in your ass. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, you no. must kill it in Indiana. <laughs> no. But what happened was I started roasting them, and they started fucking laughing because I was hitting their friend. And when right, this guy was right. laughing, yeah, I, 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 get it. I kept I going know, back I and know, forth. I know how it works. And I was like, I'm cool as long as I don't drop the N-bomb, right? And they go, say it. And they basically got on stage dared with him me. to say that's, it. Uh, that's stupid. So they got on stage with me, and when a guy got on stage, put his arm around my, my shoulder like this, and I'm like, I'm going to say it. I thought for sure the moment he would say, it, say the word, they would have just decked him. Like, I, I thought that was their plan. And it ha- didn't happen. Did I not. Said, I, said it, I said it twice. They fucking loved him. Yeah. It was so goddamn there's weird. An old, there's an old story about Joe Rogan when he was in Boston. He used to work uh, some of the uh, black clubs in Boston. And there's a story of him. 
He's the, he's the MC of a show. Everyone, it's this like 300 people in the room. Every every person in the room's black. Every uh, he was the only white guy in the building. Jesus. The other comics are all black, and he's hosting. So he goes up first, and it's just like they're just ready to fucking <laughs> chew him up. And he he goes up and he stands in front of the mic and he pauses and goes, "So uh, a lot of n words here." But he he said it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, so a lot. Nice. And and there was a moment, and then the place just erupted they loved him for it they loved him for it <laughs> it's a, it's a i used to say thing. that to ari spears i'd go i think i figured out black audiences they're like dogs or bees they can smell fear <laughs> <laughs> i've always told i've told like new comics you have to do apollo nights you have to do those shows i think as a new comic to well, we get don't have an apollo here no so what do they call them they apollo call night? it the dayton <laughs> funny bone <laughs> any night at the dayton funny bone yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nate Washington's new mic's supposed to be an all-black room. Yeah. Which so one's that? Fun. Uh, it's What's Olivia's? Somebody told me about Olivia's. Is that a mic anyone knows about? Ollie's. Ollie's? Maybe it's Ollie's. Ollie's is on Monday. Is it a mixed mic? Like music? Music hit, yeah. Yep. yeah. They do all the music first, then we go up at 10 o'clock. All right. And it's comedy from 10 to like 11. Who runs that? Got any Mike Shea now. I was thinking about going down there tonight. It's been pretty good from what I've heard. The only time I've ever done a mixed open mic where there was music and I uh, I had a, a beer thrown at me and it almost killed me. <laughs> it, I, like, it was unopened. A, a 20 oh ounce Jeez. pounder of Paps Blue Ribbon unopened. It came across, it was about maybe 60 feet. The guy could have been a fucking third baseman for the Mets. <laughs> it come at me so hard, tumbling and... Uh, I just moved my head at the last minute, and it slapped off my neck and smashed and opened on the wall. It was a nightmare. Why? Why'd they throw it? Uh, Well, because I had witnessed that guy earlier in the show being pretty disrespectful to the other performers. So when I went on, I I addressed it, and I I made fun. I I said, oh, he must be gay. Put a dick in his ass. No, no. (laughs) I think I was more clever That's than where that. I learned it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, I tooled up the kid a little bit and made fun of his hat and shit. And I think I I hit a nerve when I think I, I think I made fun, he had a big nose and I think I talked about how he looked like Toucan Sam or something. <laughs> and uh, and I think I struck a nerve with that. And he the next thing I knew, I saw a beer coming at me. That's funny. They dragged him out crying though. That was funny. He was crying, or yeah. they were crying. He was, he was like kicking and punching. And two guys had dragged <laughs> him out, and I was still on stage. Right, like they had to pull him by me to get to the <laughs> door. And I was like, "Bye, <laughs> have a nice time." Sweet, sweet. Kyla. You forgot your beer. <laughs> <laughs> one of the funniest things I saw you do one night was in Hartford. You went on stage and you pointed to a couple in the front row, and you went, "You guys have this great ability to tell what kind of car you drive by looking at." You goes like, "You guys right here." You drive a nineteen like ninety nine Ford Explorer Green with the and I gave the license plate number and they were like yeah they thought know. I was a fucking magician they <laughs> thought like, I was Sing- Cindy Casa psychic <laughs> medium would you just watch them get out of their car they fucking stole my parking spot <laughs> I was I, I was pulling in I was pulling into the fucking parking lot I got my blinker on somebody pulls out of a spot and then before I can get in the spot this motherfucker steals it so I wrote down his number his license plate number and I was like man I hope they go to the show and then I watched them walk into the show. I watched where they got sat. Oh, I remember perfect. standing in the back watching, going, "What the fuck?" And like the, everybody, the whole audience fucking erupted. When he was like, "Yeah, you fucking cut me off!" Like, yeah, you stole my parking, <laughs> you stole my parking spot. <laughs> that shit was so goddamn funny. Like to even think about doing that. 
hoping they went to the show. Yeah, I was pissed. It was fucking great. (coughs) (laughs) So, uh, the beer getting thrown at your head, is that top your list or is that... I mean, I, I, I've i never been assaulted on stage or anything. I've had a couple of sets where, you know, the club was like, hey, maybe you should hang out in the kitchen until all the audience leaves. <laughs> 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 you know, uh, walk out the back door. We'll have a couple of security guys walk with you, like that kind of thing. But I've, n- I've never been assaulted other than that, that beer. You know, and I think I was different. I was, I, I think I was a different act years ago, too, where I, I you know, I have that stupid shit where I liked pissing people off yeah. or whatever you know now i, I get the, the gig is entertain the stupid people yeah you I'm know what i watched it. you last night and you, you you seem quicker well yeah I, I i used to like try to wait for laughs and now i'm like you're either gonna laugh or you're not <laughs> yeah. i'm just gonna do the thing i do but like you were like you were hitting like taglines and like even with that, tu- that the new the tuna fish bit i've never heard yeah yeah you kept tagging it and like just tagging it and tagging it. That's how it. that I mean that's how we do it in Boston is that, you know you come up with a premise and a punchline and then you write as many fucking more punchlines for it as you yeah. can. Yeah, but a, like, gu- a guy a, a guy that I kind of came up under named Paul Nardizzi. He's one of the amazing comics in in New England. Uh, he he told me a long time ago he was like uh, you write every joke until there's nothing left to write. Like, just write it until it's complete. Like, there's nothing else yeah. to say about it. And then you edit it down to the stuff the that's best good. Stuff, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, write as many jokes as you can. Fit, I try to fit as many punchlines in a fucking one-minute set as I can. Yeah, no. That, that actually, the guy, Paul Nardizzi, he holds the Guinness Book of World Records for the most punchlines in a five-minute set or something Jesus. like that. Really? Yeah, something like that. I didn't even know that was... I, don't, I didn't know it was a, a thing re- either. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, he holds, supposedly he holds the record. He's killer too, Paul Nardizzi. Check him out. Also, I have an album out if you want to buy it. <laughs> if these 37 people. Is it on iTunes? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, actually, I just had to take it down from Pandora, Spotify, and iTunes uh, because I'm re-releasing it under a label now. Okay. Uh, so I, I had published it myself in the beginning. Uh, but in order to get, like, to get on satellite radio, where there's actual money, mm-hmm. uh, y- I needed a label to help me get there. Gotcha. So I signed with this guy actually in Frankfurt, Kentucky, called On Tour Records, and uh, he's he, he got I, uh, yesterday I got my very first satellite radio play. Oh, nice! You know, they they played one. They played that Shark Bite. Okay. Track. Where you get like three cents per play or something like that? No, on satellite radio, uh, uh, you get. Th- Thirty-six dollars a spin. For, wow! Uh, but but Son half of, of that because I signed with a label. Goes half to of it goes label. to the label. Uh, okay. So if I Still. Had, if I was self-published, I would get thirty-six bucks. But I'm eighteen dollars, yeah. and they played one track. That's Whereas not. on Pandora and Spotify, I have something like I think six hundred and fifty thousand plays so far, and I've made eighty bucks <laughs> or some shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like a million. I, I have like a million plays on Spotify and Pandora, and legitimately, I think it's n- eighty bucks a month. Is That's what crazy. I think, oh, how does satellite pay so much more? It's called non non so selective radio. Uh. They, uh, selective radio, you get dog shit. Okay. Like five hundred plays gets you four cents, literally four cents. Jesus. <laughs> Sounds like Google AdSense. I don't know. That's no, fucking. I don't it. know how any of it works. That's why. I, that's why I gave away the fucking <laughs> the recording rights we, to the yeah. label. It's all remastered. They added laugh tracks, made it better. 
No, no, dude, I was <laughs> it was fucking perfect. I was I was so thrilled. That Where'd you that record it at? Go Bananas in Cincinnati. Oh, oh god, fucking nice. magical, magical. I love that club. I love that club. I love that staff. I love the comics down there. I say, so you've been to a lot of clubs. Where would you rank that in? It's one. I mean, I, it's one of my favorite ones. It's one of my favorite ones in the country. That's what I've always a, heard. Because they they, they close me. A lot of places won't close me. I'm I'm middle for the funny bones and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, they give me the off nights and. Look at me! Oh, you want to you want a headline Christmas week? <laughs> we got Thanksgiving open for you. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So they they close me, and the club's always killer, and they they treat me well. And I just uh, I recorded my CD there, and it was perfect. It, like I couldn't have asked for a better. I have my biggest problem when I recorded that CD was I couldn't pick which night was better. Mm. Uh. It was all it, the it was so strong. I, I, it felt fake. I felt like I was on candid camera. Like, <laughs> like they I was were, like, these yeah, jokes yeah, shouldn't yeah. kill yeah. this hard. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I've never had a bad set at Go Bananas. Cam O'Connor paid the entire audience to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. God bless them. <laughs> well, next, next time, if they if they headline me again, and I think I'm due to be back there in not that long, uh, if they headline me again, I'm going to hire a promotions company so I can sell out like I don't, I don't care if I make any money on the gig. I'll just fucking, I just want to sell out the weekend. Yeah. yeah. I've never really got to do that. I'll, I'll fucking hire some promoters. They don't even. They, Go Bananas doesn't even hold that many people, does it? Two something, yeah. maybe. Probably about the same as Wiley's. Two two fifty. Kind of the same as Wiley's. It's just stretched different. Yeah, it's just. I think they got the same kind of feeling, except. I've never Go been. Bananas uh, probably operates in the different side of the sheet than Wiley's. Yeah. I've never been in Wiley's save, but once I did a roast there for. Uh, Doug Morgan and Steve Mack. Steve Mack. Yep. You did our open mic once, I remember. I did? Yeah, yeah that's that. Uh, that's I yeah. you and, it was uh, you and DJ. Net. You came in there with DJ. Yeah, DJ Dangler. I have never met either of you before. Huh. I, I said we went and got drunk afterwards. So that's I don't remember any of that. <laughs> I know. I remember your face. I, 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 re I, recognize, night, yeah. I recognize both of you, but I don't remember doing the open mic there. Was it, it was good? just. No. <laughs> well, you guys were. You and DJ was were. Was it before I came around? No, I think you just weren't there then. It was no. the first night I had hosted anything, and I was hosting our Thursday night mic. Yeah, the super and I secret didn't know show. Any of your names, and I think I brought you up as Tom Dunstan. And I get that a lot. And I don't know what the fuck I said for DJ. Two hundred and fifty pound dangler. Yeah. <laughs> I think Dan probably scribbled their names down on the sign up sheet. Probably. Right, that was probably almost two years ago. So it may have been before I fucking started popping up. Yeah, it might have, if it was, I it was right the before. Because I kept because it was the first night I hosted anything. Nice. Pretty much this month marks my two year in Dayton of hanging out with you fuckers. Wow, that's the saddest. Why did you ever move heard. to Dayton? <laughs> yeah, because like, okay, well, I was in Richmond. Yeah, all that dumb shit went down. Well, I don't know what the dumb shit is. You, you've heard the story. With oh, you and Jesse Thomas got in a fight. Tell over the story. The people you, on the you, podcast you, don't know. You the were story. fighting over who, which one of you's got to suck Burt Kreischer's dick. Yeah, is that supposed to be me? Um, <laughs> I, I think that is the legit story. Yeah, that's no, definitely. That, that's it. it. No more story left, guys. I'm supposed, <laughs> to, I'm supposed to blow Burt and Jesse had a bigger mouth. Cock blocked you. No, 
uh, I was going to save that for I've heard this story from your perspective and his perspective, and they don't match. They don't match. (laughs) Somebody's a fucking liar. I tell you what, you tell me... You tell me Jesse's version. Well, that's the thing. I drink a lot and I smoke weed, so I and I don't care. So, uh, <laughs> so I don't remember. I don't remember. I just I know it's something about who got to open for Kreischer and somebody was talking shit to Kreischer about the other guy or some shit like that. Here, I, I really don't give a fuck. Sh- fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> um, so basically, what it was. We need to get the other guy on to tell the story too. Then I just talked to him today. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Call him up. Let's get him on no, the let's phone. Not do that. <laughs> He's a see, barista. <laughs> Is, is he? he still doing stand up? He's well. He's right now. He's selling coffee in. Uh, he, he's a coffee. Whatever he makes. Co- he works at a coffee shop. Yeah. In Northern Virginia. So he lives with his parents still. I think he was in New York and then he moved. Woodbridge. Something like that. I don't know. He and was in New York for like very sh- short. But he's of going time. back in April. I think he's moving. Because um, he met a guy named Mark Riccardo. Riccardana. Riccardana. I just talked to him. I'm opening for Mark Sunday. There's Jesse. No. <laughs> Mark Riccardana. Is it really? <laughs> no. Um. Now I'm opening for Mark Sunday at, in Liberty. Um, so Mark wants me to do the story on his podcast. What, Rick Adonis in Liberty this Sunday? Yeah. Oh, no shit. The fourth. Oh, that's too bad. I'm going to miss him. Um, I was just going to talk to him about doing my Key West thing. But anyways, the fucking whole thing with the... Uh, it's kind of it got, got me blacklisted. It was I was opening for Medicine Hat on the road. And then when I'd come back to Richmond, when other comics that I had already previously worked with and had like friendly relationships with, I would message and go, would you mind if I worked with you? They go, yeah, absolutely. And they would call or email the club and go, hey, I want Travis to open. So it wasn't like if they didn't want me to, they wouldn't have done it, you know? So the club was like, so they told Jesse, because Jesse at that point was booking the hosts and some features for some reason. And then he was like, you try to take Roy Rogers Week with Ian Bag. I'm like, I didn't try to take Roy Rogers Week with Ian Bag. Ian emailed and requested me. So that was number one that kind of put it on the radar. Bert requested me. But then when you say they requested, you you, you, you mean after them? you asked? Because I, I, I mean, we're friendly. I talked to them all the fucking time. I said, hey, when you're at Richmond. If, About if I 25 go. minutes ago, we were in your car, and you go, I've never asked anyone for anything in this business. No, he's like a But apparently, that's how you got all your fucking gigs. <laughs> is that true or false? I did say now that. Now I'm figuring out which one of you is a fucking liar. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, not like taking me on the road. Like, if you're in my hometown, can I open for you? That I think, I don't know. That's. I'll tell you, I hate it. Anytime I get a fucking message on Facebook from a kid, hey, I see you're headlining the St. Louis Funny Bone. Can I open for you? Yeah. The club handles that. I don't have any power. I can't say who can open for me. I mean, if, if anyone in the world can do guest spots on any show I ha- I'm on if they want. But I, I don't have any. I hate fucking when people are like, can I open for you? And I was like, I'm an opener, dummy. Well, we had a local guy do that with a... What was the guy's uh, name? He's squeaky clean. Haywood. Uh, Haywood's. Yeah. And the guy goes up and does a joke about something about douching and something about the Just Holocaust. the dirtiest five Fisting asshole. Yeah. 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 And then wonders why people are upset with him. Didn't <laughs> yeah. ask the club. Didn't ask anybody that manages. Yeah. He'll, he'll like hit him up on Twitter. Like, hey, can yeah. I get a guest spot? The way to do it is... I think the way I've ever gotten, like, if I asked for guest spots or anything, I asked the club... And the headliner, if yeah. it's okay. Yeah. And usually the headliner will go, I don't care. And yeah. the club will go, yes or no. But you should get two okays. You yeah. should get the club and the headliner's okay. Yeah. 
but you don't go, well, the, the headliner said I'm on, so I'm on. Because mm. the club will then go, well, this is our fucking comedy club, and we book it. The headliner doesn't. Yeah. He's an employee of ours. Yeah. So yeah. we don't, you know. I never did it that away. Basically, if Candy ran, when Candy was running the club back when this happened, I told Candy, I said, hey, if, if Ian or Bert or Jim Short or whatever, if they want me to work with them, is that cool? She goes, yeah, as long as they email me. So I kind of I went to them first and right. then second. So I, I, I covered my bases yeah, yeah. as best I could. And I always would ask them in the, in the voice of, hey, if it's cool when you come to town, I'd love to open for you. But if not, I'll just hang out at the club. Right. And then they go, well, no, no, that's fine. Like, fuck. And then they email the club. It wasn't like, you know, definitely. Well, that's, that's cool that they would do that. But. but so, like, that's the route I took. Well, when Bert came to town that weekend. Never asked anyone for anything. <laughs> Uh, when Bert came to town, is Travis going to be the next Steve Mag? No, <laughs> I'm too good to quit. Um, Bert came to town. I go to the club, and Jesse's hosting the week. I had already. I know I'm not hosting. Whatever. Well, Jesse was pissed that I had, I had I had asked for the week, so I get to the club. Wait, so Jesse's on it. You're not. Yeah, I'm just there and hanging it's Kreischer. Out. Yes. And uh, okay, so what's his problem then? So I go to the club, and Bert goes. Travis is going to do a guest spot. Okay. And I'm like, cool. And Jesse goes, no, you're not. And he goes and talks to Rick in the in manager's office. And I told Bert, I go, dude, don't even worry about it. Like, I'm fine. I'm just fucking hanging out. Bert goes, you can do a guest spot. He's like, and then Rick goes in there and talks to Bert. I don't know what conversation they had. Rick comes out and goes, hey, you're not doing one tonight, but you can come back Sunday and do one. I'm like, okay. And I was seriously being cool as fuck about it. So the next morning... Me and Bert go to lunch because he used to do Wednesday through Sunday. Right. So Thursday we go to lunch, and we're talking about it, and Bert's asking me what's Jesse's issue with me, and I explained to him how Jesse told me that it's not fair for me to get more work in town since I already get so much work out of town. That was his explanation. Bert's like, yeah, but he's like, you know, when people request people kind of shit, he goes, I get it. He goes, I get both sides of it. He goes, but whatever. And I said, what's funny is, is when Jesse first met you, he didn't like you. Is, 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 that is what oh. did it. So you threw him under the bus. Yeah. Because Jesse <laughs> was fucking throwing me under the bus hey. big time. Hey, guess what? The guy opening for you hates your guts. Hates you. Call Jesse. I, should, I, fire I, him. I didn't say that. No. Nope. should fire him. didn't say that. Says you're gay. Hey, Bert goes, <laughs> what do you mean Cox he didn't like butt. me? <laughs> he goes, what do you mean he didn't like me? I went, well, dude, when he first met you, you came into the box office asking for numbers. And he wouldn't give you numbers, and you kept going, come on, man, how many tickets have we sold? And he wouldn't give you a number, and you were like, ah, whatever, and walked out. I said, and ever since then, he didn't like you for that reason. Huh. He goes, but now he's trying to be my best friend, asking me to take him to the D.C. Improv, asking me to fucking put in a good word for him in other clubs. Who? Jesse was asking Bert this. Oh. I went, yeah, dude. I said, I'm just kind of letting you know. And honestly, Bert is a very passive person. I did not expect him to fucking say anything to Jesse. Right. So I couldn't go to the show that night. Bert calls me Friday morning and he goes, hey, man, I got your buddy good last night. I went, what do you mean? He goes, I waited for about three minutes before he had to go on stage. He goes, hey, man, how come you didn't like me when you first met me? And Jesse goes, God damn it, Travis Charles. <laughs> and Bert goes, oh, shit, dude, you got to go on stage in a minute, man. We'll talk about it when you get done. Right, right. So now Jesse's frazzled, right, right, right. goes on stage. Bert, for this, this is where Bert tells me Bert, uh, Jesse eats it, mm -hmm. comes back, blames me. How could Dick Deer not kill? Fucking dude, I hate that goddamn <laughs> joke. <laughs> this guy does a joke w entitled Dick Deer. 
and it's in, in a Russian accent sometimes. Uh, Anyways, um, <laughs> my girlfriend hates that. The uh, Mike Spienberg was the feature that week. I like Mike. You know, Mike. Mike's fucking really funny. So I don't go back to the club until Sunday because I know. No, I went Saturday, and I show up, and Jesse starts yelling at me. Fuck you, motherfucker. Fuck you. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck's your problem? You fucking told Bert I didn't like him and all this shit, blah, blah, blah. You're done. You're done. And I, I'm trying not to get mad. I'm like, what the fuck ever, dude? Like, you know, like slightly trying, because I'm in the club. That kind of goes away. I hang out. Come so back Sunday for my guest spot. Jesse's still pissed that I fucking showed up again for my guest spot. Jesse goes up, eats it. I go up, do a good set. Spienberg goes, I see why Jesse has a problem with your boy. He's funny. Bert's like, yeah, Travis is a solid comic. And then that end of the weekend, I basically got told that I had to fucking almost start over doing the open mics. I couldn't host anymore. Fucking medicine hat Who called. Who told you this? Jesse. Why would Jesse have any say? Is in that? Jesse the booker? Did he? No. They gave Jesse the power to book the hosts. Mm. So... But what, how, how would Jesse have any effect on whether or not fucking Jay Medicine Dick is taking you on the road? Because basically what it was is Jesse and Bruner were fucking like best friends. Yeah. So I think what it was is like Rick took Jesse's side of it because they were really close buddies and was like, well, okay, I don't know if this is true, but the way, the way Hat called me and told me he couldn't take me no more, he wanted to tell me something. But didn't want this to say. This is all it. speculative. This is all you know, like you have, dude. What did he say? Hat calls me up. Like it was like two or three weeks later. He goes, hey man, um, I know you're supposed to be going to Orlando with me. He's like, but uh, the club called me and says they want to see D Bob in action. Who's D Bob? The dude from fucking. Uh, the, oh, I know what it is. You know who he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking that sounds weird to begin with. No one wants to fucking see D Bob in action. Like so. Then he goes and. Um, you know, I've kind of, I got another guy I want to start taking with me to some of the other clubs. So if I got anything else, I'll call you back. And I'm like, are you sure, man? He goes, uh, yeah, man. Uh, and then he died. Fucking he died. Mm -hmm. Like, so like I never like got to know. And like when I would see him afterwards, like he always was, I'm sorry, Travis. He would apologize yeah, but to me. All of that sounds realistic to me. The club might want to have D-Bob. Nobody wants to. I know, but... Uh, <laughs> 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 but but also the the medicine hat. Um, he he asked me to open for him one time, and I like, and I was like, he was like, oh, call me, I'll take you on the road, well, fun. And I was like, I don't want to fucking hang out with this she guy. Had to do that like a year and a half <laughs> with that dude, man. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. I spent I spent eighteen hours in a comedy condo with him in Omaha, Nebraska, and. I, I drove to I drove to Lincoln just to get away from it. <laughs> <laughs> I spent I spent a lot of time with that dude. I, I I come out of my bedroom. He's there. He's got no shirt on. <laughs> two two broads that look like fucking ten miles of bad road, just old and slutty uh, fucking. And and Margie. He, he pulls their tits out and starts <laughs> juggling. <laughs> he, he hands me a bottle of Jack Daniels. He goes, Oh, we're gonna have a fun weekend. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I go, I gotta I gotta go. I think there's yeah. an open mic halfway across the state, <laughs> so I'm going to that. Yeah, he was wild. Um, Jay Medicine Hat, he was an Indian hypnotist. Hypnotist, so dude. The, cl the clubs loved him. But anyways, the fucking Bert thing—that's how that all went down. And afterwards, Jesse had this huge beef towards me. I tried to squash it many times, and then him telling me that I had to start over, I had to fucking go through and win like three open mics again to host again and prove myself. I'm like, I don't gotta fucking prove nothing, bro. Like, like, like I wanted. I, I really like. I've. I've 
apologized to him years ago, but at that point, I really wanted to fucking fight him. But I. But you apologized? Yeah. Why? Because. I thought you didn't do anything wrong. I apologized. I said, look, man, I said, I'm sorry if fucking shit went weird. I'm sorry that I told Bert you didn't like him. I said, and I'm also sorry that I would ask my friends if I could open for them because I could see what it looks like from the other side. I was trying to squash shit. Like somebody, he wasn't apologizing to me for nothing. So I figured if I started the olive tree, it would fucking branch out. And it all I don't think that's how the saying goes. <laughs> what the fuck ever. I just made some fucking, it, it hit me in the head. Um, I extended the olive branch and it, fucking, it didn't do anything. Um but, like, then it just came to where, like, it was awkward when I saw him around, you okay. know? So when I go to shows and shit, like... But it was so awkward that you had to leave the state? No. That, pr- pretty much, I didn't get booked for a while. And then I was like, fuck it. I got a full-time job. And then when I got the job, we got transferred to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Ugh. Yeah. So I go to Oklahoma for a year. Looney Bin? I went to Looney Bin's dude, fucking... He was like, I need to see you do a PG-13, 10 minutes. Then, once I know you can do that... I can put you up for whatever else. And I was like, you know what? I'm just frustrated right now, and I didn't fucking ever go back. So I worked there for a year, got a job at CarMax, transferred to Dayton because Columbus, Dayton, Cincy, everything was like in a good radius, good Midwest radius. More comedy than Virginia. So I figured I'd come back out here, get my feet back in the door, start over. And now, I mean, I've fucking think I've gotten pretty solid again, so... You just gotta make sure you don't throw anyone under the bus so you'll have to move <laughs> again. <laughs> hey, where'd Travis go? He's in Arkansas now. He <laughs> fucking br- burn Iowa. all the bridges yeah, in... How do you burn bridges in fucking Dayton? No, see, I don't... See, I don't know what... <laughs> Ask Kenny. You know what? And I even went to be Virginia... the <laughs> I went to Virginia Beach like two years after that and talked to Rick. And I was like, Rick, dude, I was like, you know, I'd love to get back in the clubs. And he goes, dude, he goes, you'll get back yet. He's like... You're Travis. He goes, I like you. You know, we have history together. Like, and almost kind of like, I thought that was it. But then, like, out of sight, out of mind kind of shit. Is that what it is? Should I get Jesse on the phone and see what his, his angle is? <laughs> I would no, love because, like, I don't want him thinking. I would no, really love hold on, hold to on. do that. Here's the thing. <laughs> I don't want him thinking I'm fucking continually talking shit about it. Like, we just brought the story up, so I told it. All right. So I don't want to be like, oh, he's fucking talking shit again. No. we Because, again, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> but I funny. really, no, I really would like to hear his side of it to see where, like, the it mismatch is. It was something is. about he was talking shit about me and to the uh, headliner and uh, he's trying snaking gigs and uh, I, don't, I don't know. Dude, he pissed off Jim Short more than I've seen Jim mad at anybody in my entire fucking life. And Jim doesn't get mad. Now you're talking shit about him again. Over the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Jim Madison's hat's real name was Jim Monk. Jim Monk. Yep. Jim Monk. He was on Star Search in the eighties. Died on stage. No, no he, he died, died at Walmart. Walmart. Oh, that's even worse. He blacked nah, out. I think he blacked it was out. Appropriate. He blacked. You know what's sad is he had actually quit drinking. Oh, really? When he died. That is he, sad. He was. He called me. Goes, dude. He goes, I haven't had to drink in thirty days. Cool, dude. Keep it up. Like fucking uh, two weeks later, been dead. doing an eight ball every four hours yeah. though. I never saw him do coke. I, I in fucking I almost did. two years of work, I, I never saw. Him. I saw him drink. Didn't want to share it. Yeah, I was gonna say usually we do that like bathrooms and stuff. No, he's very open with his fucking uh, with what he did. He there was a phone in his cell phone in his pocket. He told me that if he ever died, I should take that phone and throw it away so no one could find it. <laughs> well, I wasn't there, so <laughs> I heard so someone uh, found it. <laughs> I heard uh, he once did. Was he the guy that once? Uh, he got a couple to fuck in their car. 
after the sh- like he hypnotized a couple during the show and he was like as soon as the show's over you're gonna go out to the car and make fucking sweet love to each other in your car and they went out there they were hypnotized and they started fucking in the car and the whole audience <laughs> <laughs> circled around the car to watch them fuck so and then and then the sh- cops showed up arrested the couple arrested medicine hat yeah, it was fucking a big deal. So is hypnotism real then? Dude, like, okay, no. <laughs> I don't know. Here's the thing. I saw a shit ton of shows, and I saw people do things that they normally wouldn't do. There was a black girl in Omaha who ripped her weave off her fucking head and threw it out in the audience, playing Aretha Franklin while she was singing. And I looked around like, okay, black girls don't fuck their hair up for right, fun. Right, right, right. You know, she had a fucking, like, wave cap and shit in her hair, and when she ripped it off, I'm like... That looked real. So are they plants? No, never a fucking plant. I went. I did so many shows, so many the same clubs over and over, and like there were a few repeat people. Right. Did you ever see it where they they didn't have enough audience to do the show? Yes. Because if you don't get eleven or fifteen people up on stage, you just can't do hypnotism. Show's over. Yeah. So he would hope for fifteen to twenty. 20. You you get 20 people on stage, you do the hypnotizing thing, and you eliminate the ones that you can tell aren't under and the ones that are faking it or whatever. So, yeah, so basically his whole thing is is once you volunteer, you're already in the mindset to participate. But then there's some people who reluctantly come up because their friends goaded them into it. So he taps them on the wrist, they get up and walk off. But he tried to narrow it down to at least seven to eight people out of 20. Sometimes I've seen him do it with two and three people the show's still okay, yeah, yeah, but not as good because then there's one person who's not into it, but he keeps like snapping his finger, like yeah. you're getting deeper in sleep, deeper in sleep, deeper in sleep, and the guy's like, "Oh fuck, I'm asleep!" Like, right. but when there's some people who literally, like, I've seen two straight dudes almost make out and almost fight when he woke them up. That's funny. Um, women <laughs> sitting there with their skirts hiked up. I would grab women's skirts and pull them back down, and I'd be looking at the audience like, "I'm not being a pervert. I'm just hiding her pussy." Like that doesn't sound doing. like the Travis I know. Right. I've caught women from falling <laughs> off stage. I used to stand there to hold people up from falling. So, like, I mean, I've seen a lot of crazy shit. I mean, it was a lot of fun. It was a fuck ton of fun working with that dude. Yeah. But so much, I even thought about trying to do it, but then I'm like, I don't I don't have the balls to do that. Well, there's an opening. <laughs> <laughs> he played 10 weeks a year in Omaha. Oh, oh, he, Jesus. he he made more money than anyone in the fucking club chain because he could do, yeah, he could do Anything. like fucking four weeks at every club. We do two weeks back to back in VB. Then yeah. We, then we go to Richmond. Then we come to Columbus and do a week. Then we go to oh, Hartford, come back to Columbus, do another week, then go to Omaha. All these are funny bones? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And literally, dude, like t- when he died, a lot of comes like, great, the fucking calendar's opened up. <laughs> Like they were, I mean, they were. And they filled it with Jake the Snake and Cindy Kaza. (laughs) (laughs) All in all, I don't know how. I've never seen Rich Goosey's act, the other hypnotist they use now. It's all, dude, it's all the same act. That's why most of these guys are real regional. Like, that's the hypnotist of the Southwest. This is the guy in the Northeast. Where I live, the guy's name is. Frank Santos Jr. Uh, <laughs> and then Rich Guzzi is one of them. And then fucking, uh, there's a, another guy. Uh, there's another young kid that came around. There's a guy in Florida. I had to share a condo with a hypnotist. That's the second hypnotist I fucking shared a condo with. And the whole weekend he was like, uh, oh, you, you smoke cigarettes. You want me to hypnotize you and get you to quit? <laughs> like, no, no, I'm not letting you in my brain. I was going to video, like I was going to hide a camera and... Fucking nanny cam. Yeah, and then uh, I worked with a fucking ventriloquist once. Some guy I've never heard of since then, and that's the weirdest motherfucker I've ever worked with. But 
actually, I've had a, uh, there's been a ventriloquist that's been beaten on my door to work my Key West gig. And I don't know how to, I, uh, I, I think I talked to him on the phone. Yeah, I did. And he seemed like a real nice guy, but I go, hey, man, I don't think it's just going <laughs> to, it's just going to not work <laughs> where I, with the club, I know the club that I'm doing and yeah. ventriloquism isn't going to work. Are you Jeff Dunham? It no. would work at that other club down the street and 38 fucking years ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, that's fine. This fucking podcast is going to have some shit in it that I think I might not have said. Um, shouldn't have said. <laughs> it's all good, though. It's getting You're better. You're going to have to move again. No, we're not taking another no, one out. This, this, this podcast is slowly getting better. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Not this today. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you've been good. We like it. So, uh, how long have we been on? Uh, we are at 47 minutes. Okay. Jeez. Yeah. We got a little bit longer. Flew by. Yeah, we Dude. usually do about an hour. Again, my album is called Tom Dust and Dangerous Now. <laughs> it's unavailable on iTunes or some shit. And, uh, get get satellite radio. Give com- him com. Get him the 18 bucks. So do you think you're going to be going on Nikki's new show? Do you know Nikki Glazer? No, I, I I've met her a couple times, but I don't I don't I'm not friendly with her. And I don't know. No, no. What is she on? She's she got some new uh, Sirius XM ninety five radio station. She just started yesterday. Oh wow! So, yeah, she's always uh, she, when I started, she was middling for the funny bones, and she uh, she's always had a good reputation of being a solid comic. And yeah, yeah. I, I only met her like once or twice, but yeah, I, I don't run in those circles. I never moved to New York, you know. I should have moved to New York or L.A. eight years ago, mm. and then maybe I'd have a fucking Netflix special or a fucking Comedy Central half hour or whatever the yeah. fuck. But uh, I just never made that jump, and I regret the shit out of it. But so did you see they're doing the 15-minute specials now for yeah. Netflix? Yeah. What's it called, the, the funny people The stand-up. Stand-up. The stand-up. Joe, Joe List is the mm. first one. It, 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 is he? Yeah, check it out, everybody. It's March 20th, the stand-ups. You don't have to watch it on March 20th because it's Netflix. <laughs> it's Netflix. Yeah, you, you can watch, watch it, it any really day after that, but make sure to whenever watch you it. Whenever you want. But, uh, yeah, Joe List is on the first one of that. You, but you guys are like best friends, right? I, I've known Joe for my entire comedy career, and we've always been really good friends. Nice. Gotcha. Did he, did he start first or second? He started about, I think, about a year before me. Okay. Because I remember you were doing a theater show for us in Richmond. Yeah, I did that. And you that asked to bring Joe with you. To yeah. fucking do some time, and uh, someone said no. <laughs> Was it Jesse? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's throw him back under that bus. He's still oh, breathing. A fishing trip or like a boating trip? We used to do, who, yeah. Who's with that? It, it was uh, me, Jay Snyder, oh, Doug okay, Morgan. And, yeah, we used to do uh, three days going down the Scioto River, wow. starting around Chillicothe <laughs> and pulling out around some horseshit town. I can't even remember. <laughs> Water, water. Three days away buried. on the water town. Though. Oh it my god, it's fucking trip. Plus, it's the grossest, most disgusting <laughs> river. Oh, really? Like it's just, <laughs> just bodies. Fucking, no, legitimately, didn't you watch the? They have a show called the Women, the Missing Women of Chillicothe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the opening credits of that show, I'd, I'd look at the fucking TV and I go, "That's where we camped, right there, <laughs> where they found body number three. Where that was our, that was our second day camp." Yeah. Anytime we go do a show for Lori. She always says, don't bring right, up right. the missing prostitutes. Because yeah. everyone loves prostitutes. Yeah. 
their extended families. I guess we probably shouldn't have mentioned it on the podcast. But she's still on this don't worry. Th- I don't think. Yeah, nobody is. Of those know. thirty-seven yeah. listeners, I don't think any of them are fucking re- related to the <laughs> missing <laughs> women of. What if we, what we said solves the crimes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I already know who. Di- I, I know who the killer is. Yeah, it's Jay Snyder. Jay Snyder's brother. <laughs> ah. His older brother Jeremy. Yeah, the thinner, the thinner one. Yeah. I don't think I've met him. They look just alike, but he looks a little rougher. <laughs> I love him. I love them both. Although Snyder's lost some weight recently, and we saw him at Chillicothe, uh, and I, I was, was like, is brother. that his brother or is that Jay? Yeah. Uh, his twin to, His twin brother, I used to just call I used to call him Healthy Jay. Yeah. <laughs> so I had, to, I had to wait for him to say hi to me. So I fucking, I didn't, I wasn't like, hey, Jay. I was like, fuck, hope the guy says hi to me. If not, it's not Jay. Right. He goes, hey, Travis. I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, it's you. Okay, what's up? He said hey to me, and I thought, how the fuck does Jay's brother know my name? (laughs) 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 I still thought it was him. Yeah, he did. I saw him the other. I saw him yesterday. He looked good. He did lost. He did lose a lot. He was getting. He was turning into a little fat piece of shit. Made a fireball. Drinks that yeah. diabetes fireball shit all day. Oh, God, I hate I that pit- stuff. He uh, rolls around in his van. He's got a full bar in his fucking van. Dude, nice. he was at Liberty Funny Bone with, with Kreischer, and they, they needed a ride. And he comes out of the club with a fucking milk crate. How did he get that gig? <laughs> <laughs> did he email he th- him? He Wait, did you, did you email him? <laughs> no. Did you call Kreischer and be like, hey, can my buddy Jay open? Yeah, sure did. <laughs> um, no, but he comes out of the fucking club with a milk crate full of beer. He goes, ha and just comes out like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, yeah. He's a mental case. I love him. And then he goes to get in his van, and the, all the gas is leaking out of his van in the fucking carport. <laughs> so he's trying to fix it. With like, And his hands are getting gas all over, and he goes, ah, I'll just do it tomorrow. He's going to drink the so gas. So he slept in his <laughs> van that night, and woke up in the morning and fucking got it fixed. And probably smoked cigarettes the entire night, yeah. throwing yeah. them out the window into yeah. the puddle <laughs> of fucking gasoline. <laughs> that was my first time I ever met Jay. Oops. And Bert was like, "You should, yeah, this is Jay Snyder. You should get. He's one of the the top guys around Dayton comedy. He'd be a good guy to get to know. And he's fucking doing that kind of crazy. I'm like, yeah. I when I first met him, he didn't even drink. Really? Well, barely drank. What did you do to him? <laughs> no, it wasn't me. <laughs> Wife Everyone, and children. Yeah. It's true. Wife and kids will drive you to drink. I think. Yeah, I'm definitely never doing that. Drinking or wife and kids? <laughs> oh, we know Both? you drink. Yeah, right? I was gonna right? say. We know you drink. I drink, uh, I do a little more than drink. Yeah, we'll keep that together. I smoke the weed. I smoke the weed a little, but that's about it. I don't do anything. Still never done that. I don't do hot drugs or anything. I want to see you high so bad. Everybody does. Yeah. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no. I'm afraid to do it. I'm afraid y'all are going to fuck with me if I start paying. Oh, we're definitely going to fuck with you. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I want a nice calm. Yeah, but it's not fucking acid. You're not going to see shit melting and stuff. Everybody I know now smokes weed, and they've told me, yeah, yeah, dude, I've smoked pot and literally, like, fucking, like, just sat there because I was, like, scared. Oh, yeah, I get anxiety smoking now. Yeah, I don't want that. It depends on the weed, too. Yeah. And the company. The company you're with. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the biggest aspect of it. So comics fucking with me while I'm my first high, like, I don't think that would be a good experience. Don't do it. I just want to eat it on my couch and go to sleep. Then wake up and be like, man, I want to do that again. <laughs> and then we fuck with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fucking invincible. I live in Massachusetts where it's legal. It's it? totally recreationally. I grow my own pot. And nice. Yeah, so I never have to buy pot or anything. That works out good. Yeah. And it's a great hobby. It's the best hobby I've ever had. I feel no. like a goddamn scientist every day, <laughs> checking pH levels and parts yeah, per yeah. million of my nutrient solution. Do you pet it as it's growing? So you go like uh, in depth, like you. Well, I grow hydro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like to twist this podcast takes. <laughs> yeah. I probably will listen to this one. <laughs> 
You just did. Yeah, you, <laughs> we all did. He's gonna go back and make sure he didn't say anything too much. Well, yeah. It seems like Jesse you said the N word a couple times. Oh, no, that was Kenny. Not again. <laughs> It'll happen one day. <laughs> when we get our first black comic in here to interview. We will get Keith Urban in here. <laughs> we had Ray Jackson in here. Is he not black enough for no. you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I love how that, uh, that that's your plan. Is like, oh, we'll get a black guy in here and then say the N-word a bunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll make it okay. Throw it in his security face. blanket. <laughs> Give him the sign the waiver. As long as we're shaking hands while it's being said, it's a deal breaker. <laughs> well, we got to wrap up. Wrap it up. Uh, Tom, got a Twitter handle? Instagram, it's anything? Tom underscore Dustin. Not the word underscore. Just the <laughs> little... That would be up. a good one, yeah. Tom, uh, it's the at sign, and then Tom underscore Dustin is my Twitter thing. But I don't tweet that much. Yeah. But there uh, are a lot of Tom Dustins on Twitter. Are there? Got a yeah. website. If somebody wanted to it's see Tom, where It's TomDustin.com, but it's currently down because uh, <laughs> I, I, paid a, I paid a guy to do my website, and then I fucking never heard from him again. <laughs> how that works so uh yeah i gotta but it'll I'll, I'll have it up soon and then i get the the album is available on itunes and blah 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 it's pretty good i'm pretty happy with it and uh, i'm going to cleveland this week when will this pub air uh, uh yeah either today or tomorrow going to cleveland improv this upcoming week uh thursday through sunday with alicia cooper uh and then back in boston but cool ch- deal. check out that shit I'm gonna call Crusher see if I can get on. <laughs> I don't. I've never worked with Crusher. Really? Never. I I met him before he was like a big big deal. Mm-hmm. I met him at the Hartford uh, condo. They used to have a comedy yeah, condo, yeah. and he was like headlining. I didn't. I never heard of him, and I was like, "Oh, what are you like a, a fill in?" Right? <laughs> and uh, we hung out in the condo, me and a couple other dudes, and we and Crusher, and we played poker. I fucking remember taking everybody's money in poker. And then me and Crusher were shit-faced until like 4 in the morning. We, we invented a game called Condo Golf, where you took a poker chip, and you started in the closet of one of the bedrooms, and you had to get it to the closet of the other bedroom with as few shots as possible by ricocheting it off the wall. It was a fucking great game. He yeah. fucking told me that game with me, him, and John Rathbone. No shit. I same, didn't think he would even remember that. In the same condo uh, before they fucking got rid of it. Yeah. This was probably about 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. but that was the only time I ever met Kreischer. He's a good comic. He's a but good I, li- I, I kind of liked the fact that, that that was my only interaction yeah. with him because it was yeah. like a regular... It's not you, know, you opening I, I, I for him. Yeah, it's yeah. not like I have to email him and ask him on, on the fucking, <laughs> See, I met him on the Jameson tour. Before, before, I was, before I was just was, like... I got you. <laughs> I, I met him before he was famous, like, you know, what he is now. Yeah. I met him He's he was, a big deal. He's yeah. a huge draw. Yeah. So, like, before that, I mean, the fucking dude called me when my son was born in the hospital to congratulate me. No shit. Like... Like it, it was more than just like, hey, I know that guy. Like we fucking hung out a lot right. when he came to town or Virginia Beach or whatever. I worked with him in multiple cities. Plus, you were his confidant, you know. Yeah. Where, where you could tell him who didn't like him. And yeah, stuff. that's why that's my job. <laughs> that's why I love you, Tom. You're like the fucking. F- you're like Dusty Harvey, but from Boston. <coughs> I don't know what a Dusty Harvey is. He gives me shit no all the time, does. but I fucking love it. Dusty Slay and Steve Harvey had a kid. Yeah, looks like it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's bald. All right, we're wrapping Fair this enough. thing up. Yeah. Thanks for listening, both of you. Yeah, uh, Titus. Yeah, <laughs> Titus. <laughs> Joe Young, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Travis, you want to plug? Yeah, it's at Travis Charles or whatever you want. Not yours. No one cares about yours. Plug the, at the, the r- podcast. The Red underscore podcast. <laughs> Is that Twitter. what it's called? 
In the red. Well, oh, in the red. And the red was taken. So, uh, the red underscore podcast on Twitter. Whatever. We'll see you next week. Joe, what do you got? Anything? In the red. <laughs>